0: Hi, Mace. Welcome back. It's Marilyn at HeartWork and uh, the um, Creating the Impactful Legacy. And I, I really hope you enjoy. My guest today is Michael. And I'm going to let him introduce himself. And and uh, you go ahead, Michael.
1: And thank you, Marilyn. I appreciate it. Um, it's funny. My name's always been mispronounced. So I don't even notice it anymore what it is. It doesn't bother <laughs> me, insult me, anything, right? It's been called everything. Uh, and it's ironic because I grew up in South Florida, such a Latin community, you figure that it was easy to pronounce because it's Italian and it's really close, right? So right. Uh, it's Michael Paterano, um, and I'm sure I'm even pronouncing it wrong, so that's fine too, yeah. right? I'm a little too Americanized now. Um, <laughs> that's what happens second generation. Um, it's, thank you, thank you for having and You're welcome.
0: I was just going to say, Michael and I were having this conversation, and I said, oh, we should be recording this, so I did record, so Michael, um, maybe you could just tell a little bit about um, how you got started doing what you're doing, and let's carry on our conversation that we're talking about building community.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can go back to the beginning, right, I mean, I was adopted yeah. at birth, and I was abused by my mother, and I always felt abandoned, and had tremendous abandonment issues, and by nine years old, I went into drinking. By 12, I was doing hardcore drugs to numb it all out. Uh, I'm spiritually gifted. I embrace everything that I am completely today, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm 42 and a half, and it took me 42 years to figure out, uh, or, 40, <laughs> or 40 and a half, I should say.
2: Yeah,
1: um, I've also been sober over 15 years, 15 and a half, almost 16 years. And I didn't do any of the emotional work until two years ago so you know I mean I wasn't sober living free clear I was sober miserable as shit right so yeah. it, it's we are what we we are what we choose to be right mm-hmm. and, and I didn't know any better so right. that was part of it also and um because of my childhood I didn't I had an issue with therapists and psychologists and yeah. just my my mother dragged me to all of them and then dragged me to neurologists to try and prove I was crazy and <laughs> at some point you know they looked at her and said you know he's a really special kid. You really need to do something. And then her attitude flipped to now you're just underachieving. So it went from, I'm going to beat you down to you're underachieving. And, um, that's the story of my childhood. Right. So there's a lot of, a lot of, um, those swings, right? Like I, I never knew who I was until Mm -hmm. the last couple of years. And I, Two and a half years ago, I got evidence that my children were being abused, or a little bit over, about two years ago, actually, February 19th of 2020, um, and I jumped in the car, drove to Arkansas from South Florida, and started fighting for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I didn't realize was, when I started fighting for them, that I was going to have to be healing myself also, right. Right? because it just triggered the abuse that I had as a kid in Uh, and that's how my healing journey started. Mm -hmm. Uh, i just chose to do it in a public forum and (laughs) go look at my youtube and see a 40 year old man crying half of the day laughing half of the day all over the swings um you can see the transitions that i've made over the course of the few years uh it's really miraculous because i actually love life today Mm -hmm. Uh, doesn't mean i'm overly happy being on this planet sometimes but i do love life Um, (laughs) you know and Building community, I mean, is where I'm going to take it back to now, right? And yeah. it started, I, I always had a network, right? A very mm-hmm. large network. I've spent years building it. Mm-hmm. Well, we've done many different things in many different industries, but I never really built community or relationships because I didn't trust myself. I didn't mm-hmm. love myself. I didn't think mm-hmm. I was worthy, right? right? So as I'm on the healing journey and I start healing these pieces of myself, and I started putting myself back together in an emotional way. Now the spiritual stuff kicked the high gear, obviously, because I was fixing the emotional.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: physically started coming together also in lots of ways. I did lose weight and was eating healthier and came off a lot of my medications. And, you know, life just shifted tremendously for me. Right. And as I started feeling better about myself, I really started looking at what was I doing? Right. right? And it's about me because mm-hmm. it's not like these people said to me, you're not good enough. I don't want to talk to you, but I want you in the network. Right. right? This was completely self-identified as I'm not worth it. So I'm not going to build a relationship. Right. So as I started healing that, it became what's build relationships. Mm-hmm. And, you know, community to me is, it's so much deeper than just commenting on someone's post. It's so right. much deeper than just liking someone's content. Um, every connection I make, I offer to have a call them, every right. single one. Mm-hmm. And I have over 26,000 contacts, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I've been alone, and I've offered okay. that to every single one. Yeah. To have a conversation and whoever schedules, schedules, right? Like yeah. that's beyond me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But I, I the offer wanted, is there. Right. I always get genuine wanted.
0: offer is there. Yeah.
1: And people say, well, what do you want to sell me? And I'm like, nothing. Like, yep. let's just talk. Let's you know, yeah. how do I know how I can help you if I don't even know who you are? Right. And, and you know, people get scared by that also. Mm-hmm. What do you want if you're going to help me? And I'm going to tell you, like, it's, yeah. I want nothing. I just want to help you. Like, yeah. however I can help you, right? And, yeah. you know, because I did my journey on the public forum between LinkedIn lives and Facebook lives and on my YouTube channel, Mm -hmm.
2: people
1: were kind of intimidated by me also because I'm so transparent. Mm -hmm. I shared details that nobody else would, right? Mm -hmm. I talked about the abuse, the shame, the blame, the guilt, you know, having crime sessions, going through cases of clients, even during COVID, which was hard to find, by the way. Um, But I did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, that's the journey. That's the real journey is... Healing ourselves. Right. And I think the core of community is to heal yourself and understand yourself at a depth mm-hmm. that you can build real bonds. Right. And, and I think that's a lost art today. I mm-hmm.
2: think
1: everybody's so hooked on instant gratification. Everybody's so hooked on, hooked on, oh, I can text you and you have to answer right away. Or I can send you a message on LinkedIn and have access to your whole life. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, in a way, you have access to the digital life. Yeah. Right. But you don't have access to someone's life. Yeah. Right. And until somebody opens that door. Mm-hmm. And what I've learned is by yeah. me opening the door first, mm-hmm. it helps others feel comfortable to open the door as well. Right. So through my vulnerability and transparency, it, it helps others to be inspired to do the same in the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah yeah absolutely i love um we've talked before about your project that you're working on right now and that's really it it enfolds the community developing the community and like you were saying you got to heal yourself before you can be really any good to anybody really right much less yourself
1: (laughs) Yeah. well that's the thing right yeah we always we're in a society that it's easy to blame it's easy Mm -hmm. to shame it's easy to point a finger yeah but but until we're ready to look at ourselves, yeah. nothing changes. Yeah, And we can be in relationship after relationship. We can be in situation after situation. We can be in business deal after business deal. But if we don't heal these wounds, heal these traumas, in some shape or form, it's going to come out in every aspect of your life. Right. And at some point, you're going to get scared because I have paranoia and this person's going to screw me over. Well, why do you believe that? Right. Yeah. I believe that because I have abandonment issues and I yeah. didn't trust anyone. Right. Like, that's why I believe it. <laughs> so until I started trusting myself, none mm-hmm. of it mattered. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's just my personal journey. Right. And then there's people that I've been working with for years now. And there's people that have been helping and guide them on this path, you know, and that I've coached and that have had enormous results and everything else, which is one of the reasons I'm, like you said, created this company, this, right. this new venture. Um, It's aligning teams. We are creating events for HR and executives Mm -hmm. uh, to participate in where they are going to go through a immersive journey. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be focused on true DEI, true diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm -hmm. And we are going to cover many topics Mm -hmm. and we're going to take them on a four day journey where it's top caliber food. It's amazing top of the line food. It's based on all different areas of the world. They're going to be able to experience the world's food without leaving the, the venue. Uh, the venue is a 285 to 290 year old venue. And, mm-hmm. and in the U.S., that's beyond old, right? Like yep. That's old <laughs> for the U.S. <laughs> Europe, Europe, I mean, yeah, they have stuff thousands of years old. We can't catch up with that. Yeah. Um,
0: is it going but, to be like a residential retreat or is it just every day people come?
1: No, it's going to be full, it's going to be full, fully inclusive. Mm -hmm. So it's a workshop, it's a workshop slash retreat, right? Because it has this hybrid format. Right. Uh, We're going to be covering stuff like adaptability and KPIs, vulnerability and leadership, uh, detoxifying people pleasing, journey to the never normal. So, so topics that are traditional in HR. Right. But then we're going to take other topics and we're going to mix it up a little bit, like Example: Our opening dinner that first night, when everybody's still strangers, we're going to have a blindfolded meal talking about true that diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's my belief that the only way we can have that is by being blindfolded, right? A blind candidate pool, because then any unconscious bias, any difference in equality—you know, women get paid less than men, black get paid mm-hmm. less than white, uh, Latino get paid less than white. But if right. you don't know these identifiers, then right. you have to pay them all the same, right? Yeah. It naturally creates equality. It naturally creates value within that person. Mm-hmm. Treating people for the people that they are, not how they either present themselves, how they come across their differences, right. uh, whether it's gender, whether no matter what it is.
2: Right? Yeah.
1: And it gives the opportunity for everyone to have an equal chance and yeah. also hire the best person for the role.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. Even so that they don't see the color of their skin or, or anything. anything.
1: Yeah. I mean, you don't know their religion. You don't know yep. their sexual orientation, their sexual identification. You don't right. know any of these things, right? You don't know ageism. Are they too young or too old? You don't know these things, Yeah, but you're, you're forced to talk to them with like a real person. Right. From a place of vulnerability and your truth. Mm-hmm which then helps them to feel more comfortable about being who they are,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and then I would challenge the participants to go back to their organizations, try it out once, and yeah. even try their first day on the job, blindfold their teams that they're going to, right, because then the teams will have the same experience with this new person, right, and the new person will have this experience with the teams, M-hmm. Because you know we all have bias. There's right. bias for every one of us. Yeah. Right. Like tattoos aren't a big deal like they were 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But you know, a while ago it was, oh my god, you have tattoos. How can you be professional? Right. I mean, what does that have to do with it? It's expression. Right. Like you're saying, that's like saying if you're wearing this T-shirt, you can't be intelligent. Like I mean, I live in T-shirts, so <laughs> I could reasonably intelligent. Maybe not the smartest person in the room, but it's- I never want to be. Mm-hmm. You know and it's it this event is so unique and so different um, we're doing a Middle Eastern style lunch and it's going to be talking about honoring and empowering other voices mm-hmm. valuing people's voice um, we're going to be doing a Japanese style dinner uh, traditional and we're going to be talking about leading with intuition and like a guy right mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be doing um what else are we doing? A uh, fondue lunch, which is going to be focused around self love. This fondue is fun, right? I mean, you have chocolate and cheese, you have cheese and apples, you have, it's like tons of fun. Like, yeah. mean, why, why can't that be self love? Right. Like we all want to have that fun stuff in life. And it's going to be really an opportunity to, to really break down some barriers that we have within ourselves. Right. And to look at ourselves and break the walls of perspectives that we live in.
2: Mm hmm.
1: And be able to look at things from an objective point of view.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's very hard to live our life and look at things from an object, objective point of view without any type of influence into that. Mm-hmm. But we're going to help break that down because you know you feed bellies, you feed souls, and you feed hearts all at the same time, and that's right. what we're doing. A lot of it is done that way, and then you have the traditional workshop stuff, and yeah. then we have the little breakout rooms where everybody's going to get a chance to test EMDR and try it out. Uh, right. Everybody's going to get a chance to try um energy therapy, mm-hmm. uh, frequency stillness practice, you know, meditation, and all these different things. They're going to be able to actually do and feel themselves,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And then they're going to, and then like be,
0: bringing them home.
1: Yeah, it is. You right? know,
0: bringing everybody home.
1: It is, and you know, keep in mind the facilitators that are there are there the whole time, and they're participating also, right? So it's not like they're coming, just doing their thing. and They're part of the group. Mm-hmm. So the ones that aren't facilitating that specific piece of it are part of everything else. So it, it's it's really unique. It's something mm-hmm. that I've been told has never been done before, yeah. um, which is one of my specialties. And, you know, thinking outside the box and doing things that have never been done. Mm-hmm. And we want to just open those doors, right? And we're going to create a way that there's follow through so that everyone that participates Everyone that participates has access to everyone else that participates Mm -hmm. while also having access to all the facilities. So it's going to be a private group that they'll be able to take back with them to the real world and they'll always feel supported and they'll have that support, right? The bonds that were created will still be together. Well, because it's
0: such an intense experience, right? That when you're together, that you have that bond with everybody that is there, whether you speak to them or not, you know, you have that instant
1: bond right? It's, it's funny, right? Like, you yeah. never realize how much we can bond with someone in a few days.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, for me, sometimes it takes one conversation, right? Yeah. But I also look past where I'm acting. And I look past, you know, just who I am as a human. And I look at the spiritual side of life also. And,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, for me, it's easy to bond fast with people. It's easy to trust people fast. It's easy to build really deep relationships right from the start. Right. Yeah, I'm willing, I'm willing to go there. I right, trust
0: right. Because that's because of all the work you've done on yourself. Now you trust yourself, and you're ready there to support others on their journey. Right.
1: Yeah. and and the work never stops. So let's not yeah. pretend. Right. Like, this is a daily journey, and yeah. this is a continual evolution. Right. Like <laughs> where I was, I'm completely different than where I was yesterday.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm completely different than I was six months ago. Like, mm-hmm. We can't pretend that we're the same person every day. We are. Where are we going? Right? Stagnation leads to moving backwards. Right. Well, I don't know if you can go backwards. Can you? (laughs) I think backwards is funny, right? Because I don't think there is a backwards. Yeah. When I say backwards, like falling into my old patterns of behaviors, Mm
2: -hmm. right?
1: Which would be avoidance, which would be going back to gambling, going back to escapism in the TV, going back into my old addiction to porn, going back into. Anything you can imagine, right? Gambling, you know, just because I was sober didn't mean that I wasn't addicted to anything else I could. Like, I mean, (laughs) I I, I didn't work on myself. So it was transference of my addictions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I was addicted to being in a relationship. I mean, I had relationships with some of the greatest and worst people I've ever met just because I didn't want to be alone. I didn't want to be with myself. Are you kidding me? Why do I want to spend time with me? (laughs) Right and and now what's funny? You might not like what I got. (laughs) Right, and and now it's the opposite. I don't even want to be in a relationship because I don't want to ruin my peace.
0: Yeah,
1: it's a lot of work to be in a relationship.
0: Yeah, a real the hardest one is with yourself, of course. But then once you get to the point that you're comfortable with who you are, then having a relationship with somebody else might be a lot easier. Not to say that there's not any work, but just saying that. You should be able to find somebody that's in your same kind of headspace, same kind of vibe. Somebody
1: that wants the same thing, same values, same, yeah. you know, core values, same missions, same desires in the world, you know, same uh, continuous evolution, right? That's a big one for me.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: need somebody that's doing the work that wants to continue to do the work because I don't want someone stagnant. I just don't. Right. But again, like I'm really happy with my piece. I don't want to mess up my piece yeah so, yeah so that's like, that's the
0: truth of it too you know when you get to the point where you just love your life you're everything's great it's peaceful it's like oh do i want to share my peace maybe not
1: <laughs> i want to share it but if i can share it without disrupting it then i'm okay yeah <laughs> like, because here's the thing like, when you are getting in a relationship and i don't care who it's with this yeah. isn't about a male female a female female male male yeah. whatever it is right like yeah. none of those things matter but when you're really getting in a relationship like for me I want to understand how that person takes. I want to understand what that person m- needs from me when they're at their worst mm-hmm. you know, how can I support them best when they're at their best how yeah. can I be that supportive loving unconditional person in their life because that's what a true partner is to
0: me right, right? Mm-hmm.
1: and that's a lot of work and effort yeah and It's got to be someone really special for me to have that interest because I got to tell you, that's a lot of work on my part and I've done a lot of work on myself, but I'm not looking to do it. Well,
0: you had to do all that work so that somebody could come into your life and, um, you know, and there is somebody there for you, you know, you just, Um, but you have to clean it up, you know, your life before you can have that relationship with that very special someone that you say that you want. And I know you want that, but because you don't like being alone, but yet at the same time, you like your peace. And I understand that too. But I'm just saying, you know, there was a guy that he was always having a hard time getting um, a relationship with somebody. And I said, you know what? I said, sometimes we have this big, long hallway, whether it's empty or you feel like nothing is coming It's because they may be not be ready for you yet. And you have your own work to do to be ready for them, whoever that is, whatever that is, right? So you're just on your journey and you're enjoying yourself and your peace and your love. And
1: I I really am. I I, am at a point where I never in my life could be disconnected from the internet. It was working. I couldn't sit with myself. Now what I find myself doing is for chunks of six to eight to 10 hours. Yeah um depending on where my kids are right because my first priority is to make sure that they're safe they're in a place that whatever but i'll just put the phone down just and won't even look because i just don't care yeah i have no interest i'm so happy with me yeah i really don't want to interrupt it (laughs) i'm very happy (laughs) and my life's not perfect don't get me wrong my life is chaos because i'm a solo parent of three kids yeah like there is no one else in my life or in my children's life it is me yeah I have a 12-year-old, a nine-and-a-half-year-old, and a four-and-a-half-year-old. You know, it's it's always an adventure, right? My son was having panic attack for two-and-a-half hours last night. So I had to sit with him as he was going through it and get him to calm down and center and ground and finally be able to pass out last night. My four-and-a-half-year-old was up 2 2.30 in the morning. because She was having nightmares. So I was up every 15 minutes until then. Yeah. And I start my day at five every day, no matter what time I go to bed. Yeah. So it's, you know, I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I am so satisfied with yeah. my life that you know I, I just love where I'm at and it's been a lot of work it's been a yeah. long journey and you're right I mean at some point the right person will come along but it's yeah. not my concern today
0: yeah and no. I, you
1: know what it is I stopped seeking it that's I think the difference yeah in the past it was always seek 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 chase 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 now it's okay yeah. It'll, be when, it'll be there when it comes, just like this event, right? Like, you know, originally it was supposed to be in February, then Omicron, and we had to push back a little bit because we wanted to make it the best that we possibly could, and we had a couple of people from coming from Canada. So, like, there was things that just outside forces that we pushed back. Yeah. And I didn't, even, I didn't even freak out. Like, in the past, that would have drove me nuts. Yeah. I would have felt like a failure. I would have felt like I let people down. Right. Because it was that's what had needed to be done, man. Mm-hmm. The evolution of that work on self, right. allows me to inspire others to do so,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and my whole team operates that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and we all are on our healing journeys in different ways in different places. Yeah, my team is a new style of leadership. Right, we do not have executive roles at all. Mm-hmm. What we have is a team of co-founders. Mm-hmm. and have identified their specialties and their um, expectations of what they can bring to the table. Right. And then we just overlap. And sometimes one person's a CEO, and sometimes one person's a CMO, and someday, someday somebody's a COO, and somebody, someday somebody's a CFO. And we all just chip in yeah. and play the role that we're best at playing at whatever time is needed. Mm hmm. And, and that's leadership because mm-hmm. it's the absence of control. It's the Correct. absence of manipulating circumstances, right? Trying to be better than anyone else. It's This is a true foundation of what we are creating is that foundation of trust and love and compassion. And we're all helping each other heal as well on our journeys.
0: Of course. Of course. That Well, that will never end. It's ongoing. Yeah.
1: Nah. And as a death doula, you would understand that. End of, <laughs> sorry, end of life I apologize. That that's okay. Oh,
0: no, end of life. A little harsh. Yeah, death doula, that's about the same. End of life. <laughs> death. I just have a hard time saying death because, you know, it's not the end.
1: No, the transition. It's
0: just a, there's another journey. Okay. Off to another journey. So that's okay. It's, but
1: the, that's beginning the, next, it's the beginning of the next one. Yeah. And like yeah. we said, nobody gets out of there. Nobody gets out of this in I don't care. Yeah. Just totally. Yeah. yeah. So, so tell me,
0: Michael, um, your group or your project that you're doing or working on right now, um, is that open to anybody or who's your audience they're really trying to reach out to?
1: Who we're really trying to reach is executives in smaller companies mm-hmm. or HR leaders. Yeah. Um, now, granted, others can participate. Uh, they, it's the same price for everyone. It's $7,777. The mm-hmm. fourth um Again, everything I do has a purpose and a meaning. And it's not a very profitable venture, but it is a very important
2: venture. Mm-hmm. And
1: it's mm-hmm. something that is beyond needing in this goal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And what I personally believe is this great resignation word that is getting thrown around. Is really the opportunity for the great reinvention of work, right? And people are leaving because they don't feel valued, seen, and heard. Mm -hmm. And it's a world of opportunity now. Like COVID taught everybody that you can sit at home, sit on eBay, flip stuff, and make more money than you make at work, right? Or even make half what you were making, yeah. But work a third of the time, Mm -hmm. love what you're doing, and have a better family life or personal life or Absence of family life i mean right. you know but it it gives you the most valuable resource which is time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: you know if you're a work environment where i'm sending you emails all weekend long and i'm expecting you to respond like and you're a monday through friday employee there's something wrong mm-hmm. like our expectations are skewed and they need to be yeah. readjusted towards reality yeah because people are burning out all over the place mm-hmm now, suicide rates are at all time highs, like across all new demographics, right? And right. It's it's scary. It's a scary world that we live in. And when somebody doesn't feel valued or safe in their work environment, where they spend so much of their time, yeah, they're going to look to make change. Yeah. And because the opportunities are out there, and there's options, mm-hmm. what people are doing when they get hired, they have two more in the back burner in case week one it's not what they was they were <laughs> promised. Yeah yeah like it's i mean it's it's the reality of what we live in
0: yeah it's, it's sort of, of like a it's an employee marketplace it's not a job marketplace
1: I think or it's human, i think it's a human marketplace human marketplace. either side
0: yeah but i'm just saying that you know it's like a housing market right right mm-hmm. now it's it's not the housing market it's the buyer market so it's just like what's kind of going on right now that The buyers are the employees of the job market, or like you say, the human capital market, or whatever. It's them; they're deciding, and the people that are hiring or the employers, whatever they have, they're having really hard hard time because they seem to think, well, they work for me; they should do this and they should do that, and whether I appreciate them or not, they should still come to work and they should be loyal and they should do this. But you know, it's so it's flipped, right? And people saying, I'm not doing that.
1: It's 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 pretty remarkable um, how generalizing, and I'm gonna generalize,
2: yeah,
1: how the employers have always been in control. Mm-hmm.
2: Right?
1: This is what you're gonna get paid, this is what the this is what the going rate is, take it or leave it because somebody else will take it.
2: Yeah.
1: It's not like that anymore. It completely yeah. flipped on because yeah. now people are understanding that there's something more valuable than money, which is coming.
0: Yeah.
1: There's something that's more valuable, which is their own piece their own happiness, their own safety,
2: yeah, like
1: emotional and, and emotional and psychological safety. Mm-hmm. You know, ex, what are the expectations? People are starting to ask the right questions.
2: Yeah,
1: Like they're starting to flip it on you know, as you were. And yeah. then, you know, they're saying, okay, well, that's great. I answered all your questions. Now here's a suit for you, right? Like, yeah. you know, well, what is your diversity? How do you have diversity? What, you know, what are you looking to change? What are you looking to do? When you see the company in five years, right? Nobody likes that question as a candidate. I think it's the worst one in the world, personally. Right. Because if you're looking for somebody for five years, then, you know, you should hire a robot. Because because here's the reality. When you value the person, they're never going to want to leave. Yeah. So if you're immediately asking me that question because you don't value value me as a person, you're looking to own.
0: Right. You're always looking for the outcome. What are you going to do for me?
1: Yeah. right and and this is where things are flipping because again i mean there's an app for
0: everything
1: yeah, years. I mean, it's yeah. Just, it, the world's changed
0: yeah so well like you was, said with covid too you know it, it gave us a great opportunity to look in and see what's really important to us and what kind of life we want and what are we willing to do or not do you know, so now that the kind of the marketplace in itself is opening up, it's like everybody has that feeling, but we're still trying to deal with the old, old, old
1: school stuff. Right. Yeah. And, and again, it takes it takes enormous disruptions. Right. Whatever it is. Yeah. To, to really shift things. And this was an enormous disruption. Yeah. And, and now that now we see the shift. Right, yeah. the shift is tremendous, and there is, is never going to be a new normal. There, you know, it's yeah. going to always yeah. adaptability is going to be more important than ever. Opportunity is going to be more important than ever, and being seen, valued, and heard is going to be more important than ever. Yeah, because if you're not valued, you're not staying. I don't care what the job is. Yeah, people yeah. will take less money to be valued. Right, they want to feel safe. They want to feel appreciated. mm Hmm. They don't want emails at you know 2 p.m. on a Sunday while they're trying to spend time with their parent that's dying or with their you know sick niece or nephew or spending mm-hmm. time with their children or even their sick children, right? Like right. they don't want to be interrupted, they don't want to be bothered with an email that demands immediate attention. Yeah. You know, you want to be a you want to be C level. Well, then maybe you earn earn that role because there yeah. might be things that you can't control.
2: Mm-hmm. But if
1: you're if you're not, then why are you, why are you putting a company ahead of those things in your life when they're not doing that for you? Yeah. And not all, because there are ones that do. Yeah. And unless it's, unless it's fire and brimstone, there, there's companies that won't reach out to you on the weekends or you're awesome, right? Because they respect you mm-hmm. and they value you and they value your time and they want you to have your time. Mm-hmm. Even if it's building a side hustle, right? Yeah. Like, like, I mean, it's the, it's the opportunities. And, they mm-hmm. should encourage people to do better and want more in life. Right. Not be right. Scared, but if they do better, they don't want to leave.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: That's the problem. It's the yeah. fear. It's all about fear. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Gotta get rid of that fear. And just love and light. Yeah. So with that given, Michael, how can people get a hold of you if they want to hear more about you or more about your program and how they
1: can get involved? I think LinkedIn is always the best way for me. Mm-hmm. um linkedin is by far the best way i'm on instagram too but i really don't do much on there yeah. uh, i'm gonna start doing a little bit more um yeah that's really the best way linkedin i mean like yeah. the more i think about it like it's the only app i have on my phone it's like i don't have social media on my phone really other than that yeah i do have instagram but it's hidden in a folder that i never see anyway. Uh, <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's all about LinkedIn. everything is linkedin yeah because okay. I don't believe there's separation of personal and business. I believe it's all personal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, your Thank link you. will be below the video, and awesome. and uh, people can reach out to you there and connect with you there, and um, engage. And I really hope I I'm very um, proud to know you, and I'm, I'm really um, really encourage you to keep going what you're doing because I think it's very tremendous and it's a great value for people. You
1: Thank know, you. I appreciate it, and. Um, yeah, when I first to the call with you yesterday, I didn't see any of this coming, but it's been a beautiful, <laughs> it's been a beautiful experience, right? And keeping yeah. it open to where the conversation flows, you just never know.
0: Yeah, you never know, but you just love to flow. And mm-hmm. I guess that, you know, my message is really just we just have to listen to each other and okay. be open minded, you know, and. You're going to be accusing somebody else of being closed mind, okay. How well are you being, you know,
1: right? It's that it's that always everybody else, so
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so ask questions and engage with people, and you know, and that's the best you can do. And if they don't want to, well, that's not on you, that's because you've opened the door, and yeah. if they don't want to walk in the door, then that's their prerogative. But you know, on, on we go. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank thank you, you um, Michael. I so appreciate your time joining me today. And um, I know that we'll be having many more conversations. But yeah, so if you want to reach out to Michael, you can just find him on LinkedIn and uh, have a great conversation.
1: Thank you so much, Marilyn. I appreciate it. Hey,
0: You're so welcome. Okay, we'll say goodbye for now and be kind to each other because that's all we have and we'll take care. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Hi, your welcome back. It's Marilyn at HeartWork and uh, the um, creating the impactful legacy. And I, I really hope you enjoy. My guest today is Michael and I'm gonna let him introduce himself and and uh, you go ahead, Michael.
1: And thank you Marilyn, I appreciate it. Um, it's funny, my name's always been mispronounced so I don't even notice it anymore what it is. <laughs> it doesn't bother me, insult me, anything, right? It's been called everything. Uh, and it's ironic because I grew up in South Florida, such a Latin community. You figure that it was easy to pronounce because it's Italian and it's really close, right? So right. Uh, it's Michael Paterano. Um, and I'm sure I'm even pronouncing it wrong. So that's fine too, yeah. right? I'm a little too Americanized now. It's um, <laughs> what happens second generation. Um, it's thank you. Thank you for having and You're welcome.
0: I was just okay. going to say, Michael and I were having this conversation, and I said, "Oh, we should be recording this." So I <laughs> did record. So, Michael, um, maybe you could just tell a little bit about um, how you got started doing what you're doing, and let's carry on our conversation that we're talking about
1: building community. Yeah, I mean, I can go back to the beginning, right? I mean, I was adopted yeah. at birth, and I was abused by my mother, and I always felt abandoned and had tremendous abandonment issues, and. By nine years old, I went into drinking. By 12, I was doing hardcore drugs to numb it, numb it all out. Uh, I'm spiritually gifted. I embrace everything that I am completely today, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm 42 and a half, and it took me 42 years to figure out, uh, or, 40, <laughs> or 40 and a half, I, I should say.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I've also been sober over 15 years, 15 and a half, almost 16 years, and I didn't do any of the emotional work until two years ago. So, you know, like, I mean, I wasn't sober, living, free, clear. I was sober, miserable as shit, right? So yeah. it, it's, we are what we, we are what we choose to be, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't know any better. So right. that was part of it also. And um, because of my childhood, I didn't, I had an issue with therapists and psychologists and yeah. just parent my, my mother dragged me to all of them and then dragged me to neurologists to try and prove I was crazy. And <laughs> at some point, you know, they looked at her and said, you know, he's a really special kid. You really need to do something. And then her attitude flipped to now you're just underachieving. So it went from, I'm going to beat you down to you're underachieving. And, um, that's the story of my childhood. Right. So there's a lot of, a lot of, um, those swings, right. Like I, I never knew who I was until Mm -hmm. the last couple of years. And I, Two and a half years ago, I got evidence that my children were being abused, or a little bit over, about two years ago, actually, February 19th of 2020, um, and I jumped in the car, drove to Arkansas from South Florida, and started fighting for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I didn't realize was when I started fighting for him, that I was going to have to be healing myself also, right. Right? because it just triggered the abuse that I had as a kid and ignored, uh, and that's how my healing journey started. Mm -hmm. Uh, i just chose to do it in a public forum and (laughs) go look at my youtube and see a 40 year old man crying half of the day laughing half of the day all over the swings um you can see the transitions that i've made over the course of the few years uh it's really miraculous because i actually love life today Mm -hmm. Uh, doesn't mean i'm overly happy being on this planet sometimes but i do love life Um, (laughs) you know and Building community, I mean, is where I'm going to take it back to now, right? Yeah. It started, I I always had a network, right? A very Mm -hmm. large network I've spent years building it. Mm -hmm. We've done many different things in many different industries, but I never really built community or relationships because I didn't trust myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't love myself. I didn't think Mm -hmm. I was worthy, right? Right. So as I'm on the healing journey and I start healing these pieces of myself, and I started putting myself back together in an emotional way. Now the spiritual stuff kicked the high gear, obviously, because I was fixing the emotional.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: physically started coming together also in lots of ways. I did lose weight and was eating healthier and came off a lot of my medications. And, you know, life just shifted tremendously for me. Right. And as I started feeling better about myself, I really started looking at what was I doing? Right. right? And it's about me because mm-hmm. it's not like these people said to me, you're not good enough. I don't want to talk to you, but I want you in the network. Right. right? This was completely self-identified as I'm not worth it. So I'm not going to build a relationship. Right. So as I started feeling that, it became, let's build relationships. Mm-hmm. And, you know, community to me is, it's so much deeper than just commenting on someone's post. It's so right. much deeper than just liking someone's content. Um every connection I make, I offer to have a call, them, every right. single one. Mm-hmm. And I have over twenty six thousand contacts, I believe. Yeah. on uh, LinkedIn alone. And I've offered okay. that to every single one. Yeah. To have a conversation and whoever schedules, schedules, right? Like yeah. that's beyond me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I the offer is there. Right. I always genuine
0: offer is there.
1: Yeah. And people say, Well, what do you want to sell me? And I'm like, nothing. Like, yeah. let's just talk. Let's. You know, yeah. how do I know how I can help you if I don't even know who you are? Right. And, and you know, people get scared by that also. Mm-hmm. What do you want if you're going to help me? And I'm going to tell you, like, it's yeah. I want nothing. I just want to help you. Like, yeah. however I can help you, right? And, yeah. you know, because I did my journey on the public forum, between LinkedIn lives and Facebook lives and on my YouTube channel, mm-hmm. people were kind of intimidated by me also because I'm so transparent. Mm-hmm. Like I shared details that nobody else would, right? Mm-hmm. I talk about the abuse, the shame, the blame, the guilt, you know, having crime sessions, going through cases of cleaners, um right. even during COVID, which was hard to find, by the way. Um, but I did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, that's the journey. That's the real journey is healing ourselves right and I think the core of community is to heal yourself and understand yourself at a depth that mm-hmm. you can build real bonds right and, and I think that's a lost art I
2: mm-hmm. think
1: everybody's so hooked on instant gratification everybody's so hooked on, hooked on oh I can text you and you have to answer right away or I can send you a message on LinkedIn and have access to your whole life and yeah <laughs> I mean, in a way, you have access to the digital life, yeah. Right, but you don't have access to someone's life, yeah. Right, and until somebody opens that door, mm-hmm. and what I've learned is by me opening the door first, mm-hmm. it helps others feel comfortable to open the door as well, right? So through my vulnerability and transparency, it, it helps others to be inspired to do the same in return.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah absolutely i love um we've talked before about your project that you're working on right now and that's really it it enfolds the community developing the community and like you were saying you got to heal yourself before you can be really any good to anybody really right
1: much less yourself (laughs) Yeah. well that's the thing right yeah we always we're in a society that it's easy to blame it's easy Mm -hmm. to shame it's easy to point a finger yeah but but until we're ready to look at ourselves, yeah. nothing changes. Yeah, And we can be in relationship after relationship. We can be in situation after situation. We can be in business deal after business deal. But if we don't heal these wounds, heal these traumas in some shape or form, it's going to come out in every aspect of your life. Right. And at some point you're going to get scared because I have paranoia and this person's going to screw me over. Well, why do you believe that? right? I believe that because I have abandonment issues and I didn't trust anyone, right? Like, that's why I believe it. (laughs) So until I started trusting myself, none Mm -hmm. of it mattered. Mm -hmm. And and that's just my personal journey, right? And then there's people that I've been working with for years now, and there's people that have been helping and guiding them on this path, you know, and that I've coached and that have had enormous results and everything else, which is one of the reasons I'm, like you said, created this company, this this venture. Um, It's aligning teams. We are creating events for HR and executives Mm -hmm. uh, to participate in where they are going to go through a immersive journey. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be focused on true DEI, true diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm -hmm. And we are going to cover many topics Mm -hmm. and we're going to take them on a four day journey where it's top caliber food. It's amazing top-of-the-line food. It's based on all different areas of the world. They're going to be able to experience the world's food without leaving the, the venue. Uh, the venue is a 285 to 290-year-old venue. And, mm-hmm. and in the U.S., that's beyond old, right? Like yep. That's old <laughs> for the U.S. <laughs> Europe, I mean, yeah, they have stuff thousands of years old. We can't catch up with that. Yeah, um,
0: is it but- going to be like a residential retreat or is it just every day people come?
1: No, it's going to be full, it's going to be full, fully inclusive. Mm-hmm. So it's a workshop, it's a workshop slash retreat, right? Because right. it has this hybrid format. Right. Uh, we're going to be covering stuff like adaptability and KPIs, vulnerability and leadership, uh, detoxifying people pleasing, journey to the never normal. So, so topics that are traditional in HR. Right. But then we're going to take other topics Yeah. Right. and we're going to mix it up a little bit, like Example: Our opening dinner that first night, when everybody's still strangers, we're going to have a blindfolded meal talking about true that diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's my belief that the only way we can have that is by being blindfolded, right? A blind candidate pool, because then any unconscious bias, any difference in equality, you know, women get paid less than men, black get mm-hmm. paid less than white, uh, Latino get paid less than white. But if right. you don't know these identifiers, then right. you have to pay them all the same, right? Yeah. It naturally creates equality. It naturally creates value within that person. Mm-hmm. Treating people for the people that they are, not how they either present themselves, how they come across their differences, right. uh, whether it's gender, whether no matter what it is. Right? Yeah. And it gives the opportunity for everyone to have an equal chance and yeah. also hire the best person for the role.
0: Right yeah they're even old. so they don't see the color of their skin or or anything, anything.
1: yeah I mean, you don't know their religion you don't know yep. their sexual orientation their sexual identification you don't right. know any of these things right you don't know ageism are they too young or too old you don't know these things yeah but you're you're forced to talk to them like a the real person right from a place of vulnerability and your truth mm-hmm. which then helps them to feel more comfortable About being who they are,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, and then I would challenge the participants to go back to their organizations, try it out once, and even try their first day on the job, blindfold their teams that they're going to, right? Because then the teams will have the same experience with this new person, right? And the new person will have this experience with the teams,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: because you know, we all have bias, there is bias for every one of us, yeah, right? Like tattoos aren't a big deal like they were 20 years ago
2: Mm -hmm.
1: but you know a while ago it was oh my god you have tattoos how can you be professional right I mean what does that have to do with it it's expression like you're saying that's like saying if you're wearing this t-shirt you can't be intelligent like I mean I live in t-shirts so (laughs) I'm reasonably intelligent maybe not the smartest person in the room but I never want to be you know and it's if this event is so unique and so different. Um, we're doing a Middle Eastern style lunch and it's going to be talking about honoring and empowering other voices, mm-hmm. valuing people's voice. Um, we're going to be doing a Japanese style dinner, uh, traditional, and we're going to be talking about leading with intuition and ikigai, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be doing, um, what else are we doing? a uh, fondue lunch which is going to be focused around self-love. It's fun, it's fun, right? I mean, you have chocolate and cheese, you have cheese and apples. You have, it's like tons of fun. Like, I yeah. mean, why, why can't that be self-love? Right. Like we all want to have that fun stuff in life. And it's going to be really an opportunity to, to really break down some barriers that we have within ourselves. Right. And to look at ourselves and break the walls of perspectives that we live in.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And be able to look at things from an objective point of view.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: it's very hard to live our life and look at things from an objective point of view without any type of influence into that Mm -hmm. but we're going to help break that down because you know you feed bellies you feed souls and you feed hearts all at the same time and that's what we're doing a lot of it is done that way and then you have the traditional workshop stuff and then we have the little breakout rooms where everybody's going to get a chance to test emdr and try it out Uh, everybody's going to get a chance to try um energy therapy Mm-hmm. Uh, frequency stillness practice you know meditation and all these different things they're going to be able to actually do and feel themselves
0: mm-hmm.
1: right and then they are gonna and then like
0: bringing to... them home
1: yeah it is you right? know
0: is. bringing everybody home
1: it is and you know keep in mind the facilitators that are there are there the whole time and they're participating also right so it's not like they're coming just doing their thing they're part of the group mm-hmm so the ones that aren't facilitating that specific piece of it are part of everything else. So it, it's it's really unique. It's something mm-hmm. that I've been told has never been done before, yeah. um, which is one of my specialties. And you know, thinking outside the box and doing things that have never been done. Mm-hmm. And we want to just open those doors, right? And we're gonna create a ways that there's follow through so that everyone that participates, everyone that participates has access to everyone else that participates. Mm-hmm. while also having access to all the facilities. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a private group that they'll be able to take back with them to the real world. And they'll always feel supported and they'll have that support, right? The bonds that were created will still be right. together. It'll well, be because intense.
0: it's a, such an intense experience, right? That when you're together, that yeah. you have that bond with everybody that is there. Whether you speak to them or not, You know, you have that instant bond,
1: right? It's... It's funny, right? Like, we never realize how much we can bond with someone in a few days.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, for me, sometimes it takes one conversation, right? But I also look past where I'm acting. And I look past, you know, just who I am as a human. I look at the spiritual side of life also. And, Mm -hmm. you know, for me, it's easy to bond fast with people. It's easy to trust people fast. It's easy to build really deep relationships right from the start. Yeah.
0: I'm
1: willing willing to go there. I trust myself.
0: Right, because that's because of all the work you've done on yourself. Now you trust yourself, and you're ready there to support others on their
1: journey. Right, yeah. and and the work never stops. So let's not yeah. pretend, right? Like, this is a daily journey, and yeah. this is a continual evolution, right? Like where <laughs> I was, I'm completely different than where I was yesterday. Yeah, I'm completely different than I was six months ago. Like, mm-hmm. We can't pretend that we're the same person every day. We yeah. are. Where are we going? Right. Stagnation leads to moving backwards.
0: Right. Well, I don't know if you can here. go
1: backwards. Can you? <laughs> I think backwards is funny, right? Because I don't think there is a backwards. Yeah. When I say backwards, like falling into my old patterns of behaviors, mm-hmm. right? Which would be avoidance, which would be going back to gambling, going back to escapism in the TV, going back into my old addiction to porn, going back into anything you can imagine, right? Gambling. Right. You know, just because I was sober didn't mean that I wasn't addicted to anything else i could like i mean <laughs> I, I i didn't work on myself so it was transference of my addictions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know i was addicted to being in a relationship i mean i had relationships with uh, some of the greatest and worst people i've ever met just because right. i don't want to be alone i did not want to be with myself are you kidding me why do i want to in front <laughs> with me Right and and now what's funny? You might not like
0: get, what I got. <laughs> right,
1: and, and now it's the opposite. I don't even want to be in a relationship because I don't want to ruin my peace.
0: Yeah,
1: it's a lot of work to be in a relationship.
0: Yeah, a real the work. hardest one is with yourself, of course. But then oh, yeah. once you get to the point that you're comfortable with who you are, then having a relationship with somebody else might be a lot easier. Not For to me, say yeah. that there's not any work, but <laughs> I'm just saying that. You should be able to find somebody that's in your same kind of headspace, same kind of vibe. Somebody
1: that wants the same thing, same values, same, yeah. you know, core values, same missions, same desires in the world, you know, same continuous evolution, right? That's a big one for me. I
2: mm-hmm. need
1: somebody that's doing the work that wants to continue to do the work because I don't want someone stagnant. I just don't. Right. But again, like I'm really happy with my piece. I don't want to mess up my piece yeah so, yeah so that's like, that's the
0: truth of it too you know when you get to the point where you just love your life you're everything's great it's peaceful it's like oh do i want to share my peace maybe not
1: <laughs> i want to share it but if i can share it without disrupting it then i'm okay yeah <laughs> like, because here's the thing like, when you are getting in a relationship and i don't care who it's with this yeah. isn't about a male female a female female male male yeah. whatever it is right none of those things matter but when you're really getting in a relationship like for me I want to understand how that person ticks. I want to understand what that person needs from me when they're at their worst Mm -hmm. how can I support them best when they're at their best how can I be that supportive loving unconditional person in their life because that's what a true partner is to me right right? Mm -hmm. and that's a lot of work and effort yeah and It's got to be someone really special for me to have that interest because I got to tell you, that's a lot of work on my part and I've done a lot of work on myself and I'm not looking to do it. Well, you
0: had to do all that work so that somebody could come into your life and, um, you know, and there is somebody there for you, you know, you just... Um but you have to clean it up, you know, your life before you can have that relationship with that very special someone that you say that you want. And I know you want that, but because you don't like being alone, but yet at the same time, you like your peace. And I understand that too, but I'm just saying, you know, there was a guy that he was always having a hard time getting, um, a relationship with somebody. And I said, you know what I said sometimes we have this big, long hallway, whether it's it's empty, or you feel like nothing is coming is because they may not be ready for you yet. And you have your own work to do to be ready for them, whoever that is, whatever that is, right. So you're just on your journey. And you're enjoying yourself and your peace and your love. And
1: I I really am. I'm at a point where I never in my life could be disconnected from the internet. It was working yeah. me. I couldn't sit with myself. Now yeah, what I find part. myself doing is for chunks of six to eight to 10 hours, yeah, um, depending on where my kids are, right? Because my first yeah. priority is to make sure that they're safe, they're in a place yeah. that whatever, but I'll just put the phone down just and won't even look, for it because I just don't care. Yeah. I have no interest. I'm so happy with me. Yeah. I really don't want to interrupt it. <laughs> I'm very happy. <laughs> and my life's not perfect. Don't get me wrong. My life yeah. is chaos because I'm a solo parent of three kids. Yeah. Like there is no one else in my life or in my children's life. It is me. Yeah. And I have a 12-year-old, a nine and a half year old, and a four and a half year old. You know, it's it's always an adventure, right? My son was having panic attacks for two and a half hours last night. So I had to sit with him as he was going through it and get him to calm down and center and ground. Him finally be able to pass out last night. My four and a half year old was up till 2:30 in the morning because she was having nightmares. So I was up every 15 minutes until then.
2: Yeah.
1: And I start my day at five every day, no matter what time I go to bed. Yeah. So it's, you know, I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. I mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. Like I am so satisfied with yeah. my life that you know I, I just love where I'm at. And it's been a lot of work. It's been a yeah. long journey and right i mean at some point the right person will come along but it's not my concern today
2: yeah you know
1: what it is i stopped seeking it that's i think the difference yeah in the past it was always seek 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 chase 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 now it's okay yeah It'll it'll be there when it comes just like this event right? Like, you know originally it was supposed to be in february then omicron and we had to push back a little bit because we wanted to make it the best that we possibly could and we had a couple of people from coming from canada so, like, there was things that just outside forces that we pushed back. Yeah. And I didn't, even, I didn't even freak out. Like, in the past, that would have drove me nuts. Yeah. I would have felt like a failure. I would have felt like I let people down. Right. But then it was, it's what had it needed to be done. And mm-hmm. the evolution of that work on self right. allows me to inspire others to do so.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And my whole team operates way
2: Mm-hmm.
1: know and we all are on our healing journeys in different ways in different places yeah my team is a new style of leadership right we do not have executive roles at all Mm -hmm. what we have is a team of Mm co-founders that have identified their specialties and their um expectations of what they can bring to the table right and then we just overlap and sometimes one person's a ceo and Sometimes one person's a CMO and someday, someday somebody's a COO. And somebody, someday somebody's a CFO. And we all just chip in yeah. and play the role that we're best at playing at whatever time is needed. Mm-hmm. And and that's leadership because mm-hmm. it's the absence of control. It's the Correct. absence of manipulating circumstances, right? Trying to be better than anyone else. It's, this is a true foundation of, what we are creating is that foundation of trust and love and compassion. And we're all helping each other heal as well on our journeys.
0: Of course. Of course. That well, that that'll never end. It's ongoing. Nah, right?
1: nah. And, that, and as a death doula, you would understand that. <laughs> end of, <laughs> sorry, end of life doula. That's okay. Harsh.
0: No, end of life. A little harsh. Yeah, death doula, that's about the same. End of life. <laughs> death. I just have a hard time saying death because you know it's not the end.
1: No, The transition. it's
0: just a, there's another journey yeah. off to another journey, so that's okay. But
1: that's all right, the next, it's the beginning of the next
0: one, yeah.
1: And like we said, nobody gets out of there, nobody gets out of this alone. I don't care, yeah. You're, don't yeah. You're. yeah. So, so, tell
0: me, Michael, um, your group or your project that you're doing or working on right now, um, is that open to anybody, or who's your audience they're really trying to reach out to?
1: Who we're really trying to reach is. Executives in smaller companies mm-hmm. or HR leaders. Yeah. Um, now, granted, others can participate. Uh, they, it's the same price for everyone. It's $7, $7,777. The mm-hmm. so four sevens. Um, again, everything I do has a purpose in meaning. Um, and it's not a very profitable venture, but it is a very important venture. Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's something that is beyond needed in this world.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And what I personally believe is this great resignation word that is getting thrown around is really the opportunity for the great reinvention of work. Right. And people are leaving because they don't feel valued, seen, and heard. Mm -hmm. And it's a world of opportunity now. Like COVID taught everybody that you can sit at home, sit on eBay, Flip stuff and make more money than you make at work, right? Or even make half what you were making, yeah. But work a third of the time, Mm -hmm. love what you're doing, and have a better family life or personal life or absence of family life. I mean, you know, but it it gives you the most valuable resource, which is time. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're a work environment where I'm sending you emails all weekend long and I'm expecting you to respond, like and you're a Monday through Friday employee, there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. Like our expectations are skewed and they need to be readjusted towards reality. Yeah. Because people are burning out all over the place.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Suicide rates are at all time highs, like across all new demographics, right? Right. it's, It's scary. It's a scary world that we live in. And when somebody doesn't feel valued or safe in their work environment, where they spend so much of their time. Yeah. They're going to look to make change, yeah. And because the opportunities are out there, and there's options,
0: mm-hmm. what
1: people are doing when they get hired, they have two more in the back burner in case week one. It's not what they was they were promised. Yeah, yeah. Like It's. I mean, it's it's the reality of what we live in.
0: Yeah, it it's sort on. of like a. It's an employee marketplace. It's not a job marketplace.
1: I think, or, it's, a, I think it's a human marketplace. Human marketplace. Either side.
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying that you know it's like a housing market, right? Right mm-hmm. now, it's it's not the housing market; it's the buyer market. So it's just like what's going, kind of going on right now that the buyers are the employees of the job market, or like you say, the human capital market, or whatever. It's them; they're deciding, and the people yeah. that are hiring or the employers, wherever they have, they're having really hard hard time because they seem to think well they work for me they should do this and they should do that and whether I appreciate them or not they should still come to work and they should be loyal and they should do this but you know it's so it's flipped right yeah. and people say right I'm not doing that
1: it's 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 pretty remarkable um, how generalizing and I'm going to generalize yeah. how the employers have always been in control
2: Mm-hmm.
1: like this is what you're going to get paid this is what the this is what the going rate is take it or leave it because somebody else will take it.
2: yeah
1: it's not like that it completely slipped yeah. on because yeah. now people are understanding that there's something more valuable than money which is coming
0: yeah
1: there's something that's more valuable which is their own peace their own happiness their own safety yeah like emotional and, and emotional psychological safety mm-hmm. you know that's ex- what are the expectations people are starting to ask the right questions too. yeah like they're starting to flip it on an as you were. And yeah. then, you know, they're saying, okay, well, that's great. I answered all your questions. Now here's a suit for you, forget. right? Like, yeah. you know, well, what is your diversity? How do you have diversity? What, you know, what are you looking to change? What are you looking to do? When yeah. you see the company in five years, right? Nobody likes that question. As a yeah. candidate. I think it's the worst one in the world personally. Right. Because if you're looking for somebody for five years, then you know, you should hire a robot because <laughs> because here's the reality: when you value the person, they're never going to want to leave. Yeah. So if you're immediately asking me that question, because you don't value, value me as a person, you're looking to own. Me.
0: Right. You're like, always looking for the outcome. What are you going to do right. for me? Yeah.
1: Right. And and this is where things are flipping because again, I mean, there's an app for everything. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can a delivery driver and make the hundred grand a year. I mean. Yeah. It's just,
0: the world's changed. Yeah. So, well like you said be- with covid too you know it, it gave us a great opportunity to look in and see what's really important to us and what kind of life we want and what are we willing to do or not do you yeah. know. So now that the kind of the marketplace in itself is opening up it's like everybody has that feeling but we're still trying to deal with the old old old
1: school stuff right? Yeah, and and again, it takes it takes enormous disruptions, right? Whatever it is, yeah, to to really shift things. And this was an enormous disruption, yeah. And and now that now we see the shift, right? The shift is tremendous, and there is never going to be a new normal. There, you know, it's going to always adaptability is going to be more important than ever. Opportunities going to be more important than ever, and being seen, valued, and heard is going to be more important than ever. Yeah. Because if you're not valued, you're not staying. I don't care what the job is. People will take less money to be valued. Right. They want to feel safe. They want to feel appreciated. Mm -hmm. They don't want emails at, you know, 2 p.m. on a Sunday while they're trying to spend time with their parent that's dying or with their, you know, sick niece or nephew or spending Mm -hmm. time with their children or even their sick children. Right? Right. don't want to be interrupted they don't want to be bothered with it you know the demands immediate attention yeah you know you want to be a you want to be c-level well then maybe you earn earn that role because there might be things that you can't control Mm -hmm. but if you're if you're not then why are you why are you putting a company ahead of those things in your life when they're not doing that for you yeah and not all because there are ones that do yeah and unless it's unless it's fire and brimstone, there there's companies that won't reach out to you on the weekends or you're off, awesome, right? Because they respect you. Mm-hmm. And they value you and they value your time and they want you to have your time. Mm-hmm. Even if it's building a side hustle, right? Yeah. Like, like, I mean, it's the it's the opportunities that
0: mm-hmm. they should
1: encourage people to do better and want more and life. Right. Not right. these scared that if they do better, they're gonna want to leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That's the problem. It's the yeah. fear. It's all about fear
0: yeah yeah gotta get rid of that fear and just love and light
1: yeah. so
0: with that given michael how can people get a hold of you if they want to hear more about you or more about your program and how they can get
1: involved i think linkedin is always the best way for me mm-hmm. um linkedin is by far the best way i'm on instagram too but i really don't do much on there yeah. uh, i'm gonna start doing a little bit more um yeah that's really the best way LinkedIn I mean like the more I think about it like it's the only app I have on my phone it's like I don't have social media on my phone really other than that yeah I do have Instagram but it's hidden in a folder that I never see (laughs) anyway um but yeah I mean it's all about LinkedIn everything is LinkedIn
0: yeah
2: because I don't
1: believe there's separation of personal and business I believe it's all personal
0: yeah, yeah. Well, your Thank link you. will be below the video, and awesome. and uh, people can reach out to you there and connect with you there, and um, engage. And I really hope I I'm very um, proud to know you, and I'm i really really um, really encourage you to keep going what you're doing because I think it's very tremendous and it's a great value for people.
1: You Thank know, you. I appreciate it, and um, yeah, when I first got to the call with you yesterday, I didn't see any of this coming, but it's been a beautiful. <laughs> It's been a beautiful experience, right? And you can get open to where the conversation flows. You just never know.
0: Yeah, you never know, but you just it to flow. And mm-hmm. I guess that, you know, my message is really just, we just have to listen to each other and okay. be open-minded, you know? And if you're going to be accusing somebody else of being closed-minded, okay, how well are you being, you right. know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, the,
1: it's, the, it's the pointing and blaming, right? It's that, it's that, it's always everybody else, so
0: yeah 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 so anyway so ask questions and engage with people and you know and that's the best you can do and if they don't want to well that's not on you that's because you've opened the door and if they don't want to walk in the door then that's their prerogative but you know on on we go yeah for sure well thank thank you you um michael i so appreciate your time joining me today and um, I know that we'll be having many more conversations, but yeah. So if you want to forward. reach out to Michael, you can just find him on LinkedIn and uh, have a great conversation. Great.
1: Thank you so much, Marilyn. I appreciate hey, it.
0: You're so welcome. Okay. We'll say goodbye for now and be kind to each other because that's all we have and we'll take care. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. bye
2: bye